Hi, I'm Mary Stack, and I play Georgie Sullivan, owner of your favorite local yarn store. And these gardens and conservatory have really planted the seed for a themed knitting class. The murder issue is just a real thorn in our sides, though. Hi, I'm Willa Wilson, and I play Renette Bollinger. Feeling pretty good. Feeling kind of like the the youth of the group because, you know, I've, I've got style. I've got this baggie of drugs. And I've also got the only functioning cell phone in the squad. Hashtag uh, fresh YOLO. I'm doing my best. I'm Holland Lane Curtis, and I play Birdie, the town menace, victim of phone viruses and rich people gossip, and there was something else, but I should have spayed more attention. <laughs> and I'm Guinevere Stevens, playing Mary Sanchez O'Connor, and I'm reporting from the afterlife. I don't have any cute plant puns, but I am probably dead because... I was stupid enough to get in a golf cart driven by a drunk old rich white man. I'm Jonah Knight, and welcome to Roll to Metal! This is part five of A Garden Variety Murder, written by Sarah Bowling. This mystery can be found in the unofficial Brindlewood Bay Mystery Anthology. It's available on DriveThruRPG, and you can follow the link in the show notes to buy this mystery and support this show. Okay, let's go. All there is, is darkness. And that darkness is like a nice hug, holding everything together. And eons pass before something begins to happen. First, it's the sensation of someone pushing on you. And then it becomes clearer that someone is pushing on your face, like pokes, multiple pokes. Poke, poke, poke on the face. Mary Sanchez O'Connor, things start to come back to you, including the sensation of somebody rubbing your face. And then you can hear someone saying, stop pushing her face. And you hear another voice, unfamiliar voice saying, that's not an, an approved technique. And then another voice saying, If I know anything, it's that when I push on a woman's face, she wakes up. And at that, you wake up on the ground beside this flipped over golf cart. And you can see Bradley Herbert stooped over you, rubbing your face. After a moment, and you regain control of your limbs... You can see Flossie slap him and say, I told you, do not touch a woman's face. And then someone else sort of leans down. And this is a man who's you've never seen before. And he says, please, I'm trained in this. And this man in an EMT's uniform kneels over you and puts a cold compress on your forehead. Can you hear me, ma'am? And he takes a little pen light, shining it in your eyes. It's very bright. Everything used to be dark. And now there's this light shining right in your eyes. Can you hear me? Son, of course I can hear you. What in the hell are you trained in? Annoying me? It's great. Everyone back up and give her some air. And everyone sort of backs up. Oh, hey, look, Fern's over there, too. You saw that little high school girl that was in the the gatehouse. Ma'am, you were in a horrible accident. And I'm going to now bring you to the hospital. Sir, let me stand up. Help me up. Okay. Sir, right. help me up. Yes. Very, very careful here. Very careful. Everyone, give her some room. And he puts his arm under your arm, gets you up into a seated position. And sure enough, there on his, on his uniform shirt is a tag that says, Brett. And he says, okay, can you, are you feeling okay? Does, do you feel pain? And he, he like gingerly touches your elbows how about your your knee your hip is your hip okay swear to god son if you don't get your grubby little hands off of me and let me stand up i would like to stand up now oh yeah you stand up easily 
Oh my God, my Luce's boots. Look at them. Yeah, you, they were sort of caught in the cart and we had to cut them off in order to, uh, to untangle you from the wreckage and you turn over to the golf cart, which is on fire. Was um, there another option than cutting up my favorite boots? Oh, well, and he looks over to Fern. I, it was the first thing that came to mind was to cut your shoes off. I would I, rather you cut my feet off, son. Oh, okay. Well, um, it looks like you're okay. I have some some water. We can have some. We have some water for you. He gives you a bottle of water. But let's take it easy. Let's make sure that you're okay. You maybe take a sip of this bottled water. Oh, it's nice and cool on this summer day. You sort of have this moment of of seeing coming back through the tunnel towards the light, and you feel as though. Your perspective on life is starting to change a little bit. Almost as though you have a new condition. We might call it obsessed with safety. You can see this sort of comes to you because Fern has this pretty large knife that perhaps she used to cut your shoes off with. And she's just sort of holding it uh, unsheathed. Honey, you really do not look old enough to be holding that knife. Why don't you just set that right down? No, I, I needed it to rescue you from the flaming golf cart. It, it, was, it wasn't on fire. Okay, it's possible I started the fire. But luckily, we got you out of it before the fire began. Wee-hoo! You are knee-high to a grasshopper. You didn't pull me out in a car accident. No, but I cut your shoes off so that um, we could pull you out. Your shoes were caught... I think they were, they might have been caught in the golf cart. And so I just thought it would be easier this way. All right. Well, I need to get back to the judging I was supposed to be doing. So I'm wondering if anybody could bring me a pair of size seven boots. Bradley Herbert steps right up and says, of course, uh, back at my house. And this would be a fantastic time for us to talk about the value of the English garden. You know what? Anybody but you. I'm wondering right now if I shouldn't sue you for maiming me and my boots. Well, no, I'm not really one to throw stones in a glass house, but I was sort of driving on my own, minding my own business when you leapt at me, disguised as an invader, and I was startled. I would have been fine had you not jumped right inside my golf cart, I'm sure. And he looks over at Flossie. She must have seen that happen. And Flossie closes her mouth into a very tight-lipped expression. And she stands very still like she doesn't want to say what she actually saw. You know what? It doesn't matter what anybody did or didn't see. What does matter is how many of those gin and tonics you've had this morning. It's barely 10 o'clock. Well, that's... Neither here nor there, really. Uh, I turn to I turn to Fern, and I'm like, "Do y'all not have drunk driving laws in the state?" Um, yeah, they don't apply to golf carts. That can't I, possibly be true. He was on a public street. Arrest well, this man. I I looked it up the last time he did this, and it doesn't apply to golf carts. And this is technically their driveway, so I asked her all around town and nobody seemed to have any additional information so we kind of accept that if you want to drink and ride a golf cart in your driveway it's okay That's okay just... that does seem fair but i would really like to talk to your supervisor right now can you get the sheriff on the line he's fishing but uh -huh. i can get my partner i'll get my partner on the line no oh, ma'am i want to oh, talk to the no, sheriff no, no. no he should be here anyway because this is going to be really fun Honey bun, that is fine, but I also want to talk to the sheriff, and they okay. do have cell phones on the lake, so get him on the line. Well, I don't, I don't, I don't really have, but uh, you know, my partner probably has his phone number. Is he my, your supervisor? The the sheriff is no is, the partner, honey. No, we're equals. The, we treat each other like equals. Well, because he might know how to find the sheriff. I don't, I don't really, but um, but I'll get him. I can, I can I'll get him. Okay, what's your name, Basil? Is it, what is, what was it, Leafy? No, it's Fern. Yes, Fern. Fern, do you really want this man to come in and tell me something that you don't know? 
Shouldn't you find out on your own so that you don't look kind of silly? Well, he's older than me, and but he's he's really good. He's he's really good at his job, and he's taught me so much about how to be a better police officer. Like not, you know, you really want to keep your gun in your holster as much as possible, which we didn't really go over when I was hired. But knowing that he showed me the rule book where it says something like that, I don't remember exactly, but it's something like that. And so I've been really trying to be better because of him. I like him. He's, he's nice. Did this man train you? He was the trainer when you got hired? It, well, he trained me after he was hired. After he was hired, he started to retrain me. Okay, hold on. Are you trying to tell me that you worked here longer than he has? Uh-huh, yeah. And you're uh-huh. letting him push you around? Well, he's a lot older and he knows he knows a lot of things. So Is there a hierarchy in this little uh, police department of yours? Is he well, is he higher up on the ladder? No, we're technically technically we're the same, but he has pointed out that he's probably better at this than I am, so I just sort mm-hmm. of like do what he mm-hmm. what he says, but he is he's he's really good. He's really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you agree with him that he's better at it than you are? Uh, well, he, he definitely, he, he helps me a lot. He helps me. Okay. Well, when is he going to be here? Because maybe he could arrest this man and then I could get some new boots. Okay. Right. But it's, it's his driveway. So, but I'll call him, I'll call him and he'll, he'll be here soon. Bradley says, I can tell that this was a life changing experience for you. And I have to say that it is for me as well. Our friend Brett over here. And he turns to Brett, the EMT and says, you probably have something else that you're doing here, right? There was another reason you were called. And Brett says, no, Fern called me because of the accident. And Bradley's face sort of changes. Well, that's all? That's You didn't have anything else? You didn't have anything else that you were going to be doing? Uh, well, I guess it's just us. And I have to tell you, and he puts his hand on your shoulder, that this whole thing has made me realize what's important to me as well. And I've realized the thing that I have yet to accomplish in life that is more important than I realized. And you have shown me what that is. I must win this contest today. And I think that if I can explain to you the philosophy behind our English garden, you will agree uh, our design is probably the best and should be featured in your magazine. Sir, you need to get your hand off of me right now. I am not in judge mode. I cannot judge anything until I get a pair of boots on my feet. Right, the boots. Uh, I'll run right home and come back with some boots. And he turns and it's not quite a jog. It's like it begins as a fast walk and then it turns into a walk. But he's on his way. He's lucky. I was about to pull my gun out. Brett says... It's, this is private property. If you have a gun, maybe you don't bring it into... Uh, he kind of looks around. It's, it's maybe keep that to yourself. That's just my advice. I think I'm going to wait here. It seems like maybe there may be other things for me to do. Yes, you need to wait here. What if I'm continually gr- get injured at this place? Mm, mm-hmm. It really does not seem safe. And is anybody going to put that golf cart out? Right. Let me call the fire department. No one called the fire department yet. Well, it was small when I first got here. Let me go see. Yeah, it's it has expanded. Okay. The camera cuts back into the conservatory with Georgie and this woman who has just stood up and announced herself. Camille looks at you expectantly, Georgie. Oh, um, no, you Eugene's not with me. Eugene is. Uh, otherwise occupied right now. There was an issue with um some of the fertilizer that was being used for the gardens, and he is working with Ken and some of the authorities about that. So the whole event has been pushed back. So you don't really need to worry about going over things right in this moment. Um, but may I say this? Uh, your conservatory is is beautiful. Thank you very much. I appreciate your compliments. But it is very important that I speak with Eugene very soon. He is, he was supposed to be here to help go over everything for the tours. But you say you saw him? 
Yes, and he's he's presently occupied with something else, and the event has been pushed pushed back. But I would love to know more about your conservatory. See, my mother had a deep love for English gardens and the art of the perfect conservatory, and she would show me pictures when I was a girl. So this place is just, you know, it really speaks to my soul. So I would just love it if you would spend some time showing me the conservatory, walking, showing me your garden. That would be, I would just really appreciate that. Well, as you can see, we've decorated the conservatory with many images celebrating Bradley and myself's trip to South America primarily to look at birds. And many people believe that our focus in academia is birds, but it is not. So I just want to clear that up now. Birds are more of a hobby with us. Of course. I mean, it makes absolute sense that you would have a hobby outside of your main academic focus, you know? You're allowed to have a well-rounded interest group. I agree. Becoming a doctor has taken up so much of my energy and time. I find that birds are very calming for me and allow me to refocus. I totally get it. And she begins to sort of walk around the conservatory and pointing out various birds and photographs for you. The ceiling is domed, all these glass walls. Uh, it's, there's that condensation. So you can see the image through these, uh, through these glass walls. You can see Renette and Birdie outside, sort of their images, uh, although they're, they're kind of um, not coming in clear. Is there anything that you would like to do in here as she guides you around? I already saw the photo that made it seem like their bird photographing expeditions was more than it seemed. So I might want to explore that avenue of curiosity a little bit more and metal, I guess, and just look for anything that else that seems out of place or any clues that might point to more nefarious activities. Twelve plus three. <laughs> oh my! I'm so excited. <laughs> That's my one good roll for this session, guys. <laughs> so Georgie is like casually talking with Camille. Oh, my mother, this, my mother, that. This is be like just trying to keep her distracted while she's like touching things and looking at things. Yeah, she's guiding you around. She's listening to your story. It seems that after this awkward introduction, that maybe she's opening up a little bit. I feel like she's describing, maybe uh, giving you a few more details when you're looking at some of these photographs. And then she sort of stops by what looks like her work desk out here. And on top of it, it's sort of a map of Brindlewood Bay. And you note that sort of north of Elysian Fields, I mean, you know this because you live here, is what people call the Brindlewood Fen, which is sort of a marshy area of this island. And every once in a while, there were attempts to do some development there, but the land just isn't good. The Fen has kind of been a nature sanctuary. And perhaps... This jogs your memory a little bit. Oh, the um, the Brindlewood Bay Horticultural Society has always had an eye on the fen to enhance preservation. They put a couple of walking paths through there. Some of it is designated as a state forest now. And she sort of pauses near there and notices that you're looking at this area of the map and says, Oh, you're familiar with the fen. Oh, yes. I've lived in Brindlewood Bay my whole life. Oh, well, the Brindlewood Fen is one of my areas of concentration. I've always been very interested in preserving that whole area. And with that, her phone begins to buzz. Oh, oh, pardon me a moment. She steps aside, sees who it is, and begins to send some texts, not really paying attention to you. And maybe that is when you notice something strange. 
on the ground under the desk, there appears to be an old Polaroid picture. And on the bottom of it, because you can sort of see, there's a little bit of handwriting. Though the picture itself seems a little dim right now. It's like sort of hard to tell what the photo is because it is under a desk. I pick it up. Handwritten at the bottom of the Polaroid in faded black ink are the cursive words, the Northern Lodge. And what's in the photo itself? And follow-up question. I know Georgie's phone is hella busted. Can it still take pictures or did it just have the pictures that were already taken on it that were still usable? I think you can absolutely try to take a picture. I do take a picture. Click, 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 click. And then, yes, what's it a photo of? Holding the Polaroid and taking a picture of it, the Polaroid is kind of blurry. In trying to take the photo of it and then looking at your phone, the picture in your phone is not blurry. It is of a man dressed in sort of like 1920s, 1930s, sort of fancy wear. Like, this is a gentleman from some time before Polaroids were around. And it looks like he's inside a hotel room. You look back at the Polaroid, and it's blurry. I'm I'm soliciting input from the group. (laughs) Okay, Steal that shit! (laughs) I I hadn't intended to, but because of the different blurry, but then I drop it in my knitting bag. Nope, no one will notice. I don't know how that got in there. <laughs> hey, you're just picking up litter from uh from her conservatory. You know, uh, I didn't see a trash can around. You're I was doing just a service. It. Yeah, I'll just deposit it in the trash later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm pretty excited about this clue though. So you drop this photograph inside of your knitting bag. It looks like Dr. Camille Herbert's back is still towards you. So in sort of waiting for her attention, you look around a bit more. And you can see off to the side under some of the um, voluminous indoor plants, you can see what looks like a pair of shoes. I am wandering over to admire all the beautiful, voluminous foliage. Yeah. (laughs) And also maybe some shoes. (laughs) Yeah. As you get a little closer and... uh, and move some of these branches aside, a little branches, as some of these leaves aside. These look like jogging shoes. These are muddy jogging shoes. The mud seems wet. Uh, They were recently muddied and looked like they were sort of stuffed here. They take pictures, but also, do they look like women's shoes or men's shoes? Like, what is the size? could Camille wear them? Like size seven. I I think we found a replacement pair for for Mary Sanchez Sanchez O'Connor. Georgie looks at them and can tell right away what size they are if they're made for men or women. But you, as the player, do not know until theorize when you can say the size and style of the shoe. For us. <laughs> Outside of the conservatory, Bertie and Renette, you're playing with this bag of shrooms. <laughs> I think you were talking a little bit about maybe not playing with them, maybe putting them somewhere, maybe doing something with them. What are you doing? Well, I mean, I'm just saying, like, a little bit wouldn't yeah. hurt, mm-hmm. you know? You see, we what we what the thing is that we just found these. There is no way that you have not picked up random mushrooms off of the street and eaten them at least once. Oh, come on, Renette. Are we talking like portobellos? (laughs) You're not as fun as I thought, huh? I never. I didn't say that. I'm just saying these are these are we found these in the bushes. These are evidence, is what I I'm saying. I'm not saying Googled I ain't it. been what around. What do you want from me? I'm just saying we know that there's some fishy stuff going on. And if these are part of the the, the thing, we got to keep them intact. 
they're not gonna they're not gonna be like mm, no there was there was 12 mushrooms in here and now there's 11 and a half like how do you know oh. how do you know they're not gonna know what, what, uh, the kind of person that has this amount of bag of shrooms is not gonna notice that's actually not true depending on but they're rich people so they're not gonna be like oh you know my money is wasted okay fine fine later maybe we'll talk We'll talk later. It's not a no, but it's definitely a not right now. I will take that as we'll circle back around later. We'll circle back. Cool. Okay. We should still put them in our bag and take them with us as evidence, of course. You want to hold them? Yeah. You know what? Do you trust me with them? Mm, Wait, no. Huh. That is, that is a. That's mm, a question, isn't it? I feel like if someone found them on you, it would, you could just say that they're yours and they would believe you. But then again, I might forget what they are and just like put my hand in my bag for snacks and, and then, then eat just, them like popcorn. Mm, okay, yeah. Uh, uh, fine, I, I'm, I'll hold them. But I'm not going to feel good about it. Okay. I'm holding evidence. I think I'm we should definitely continue to have this secure. conversation as loudly as we are, for sure. <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm whispering. <laughs> this is my inside voice. Should we check on Georgie? Is she good? We haven't heard from her. I'm just like super worried because our phones aren't working, you know? And usually I'm just like so easy to send an emoji and I'll immediately respond. Definitely not wait two to three days and have someone Mm -hmm. drive across the state to come and rescue us. Yeah, with drawn and all that. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, let's go. Let's go rescue Georgie. I think she's, uh, she seems to be stuck in a conversation with a, I feel like I can hear her voice from here. So which of you is walking first into the conservatory? I'd say say me. I I feel like that's something Renette would do. Just, you know, going to go in. Georgie, hey. I was wondering where you'd run off to. So Bertie, you're right behind as Renette goes in. And there's this moment where, you know, she's going to go inside and be Renette. (laughs) And... And you take a moment, because uh, this really is a nice garden. It's like uh, she goes in and you're like, oh, it's single file. I'll wait for her to go in. Sort of look around. What a lovely English garden. And something catches your eye, because you can see through the garden towards the next house. And you can see Ken the gardener coming out of the back door in the neighbor's garden, sort of like brushing down his clothes, looking left, looking right. Pretty sure that no one has seen him. Kind of relaxes his shoulders a little bit, like walks off. Suspicious. How far away is that? I'm not, no, I won't call. Mm. There's a little mm. bit of a distance. This is the the neighbors uh, with the big pond backyard garden, Ezra and Phoebe, the Blumenthal's. You don't see Phoebe or, you know what? There's a a movement inside the room where Ken just exited. Someone's watching him go. Can't really make it out through the window who it is. But that figure turns and then walks further back inside the house. Interesting. Okay. Suspicious, suspicious. Question, is this just a a fun little thing or is this a a capital C clue? It's, It's maybe a moment. It is a thing that you have have witnessed, yeah. Okay, all right. I file that away in my brain like the nosy bitch I am. If you'll allow me, I think I might not quite go into the conservatory to see if I can, like, sneak towards the hedges where that little spot is and see if I can see who or, like, glean any more stuff from the information via a metal. Yeah. Perhaps. Yeah, Now, Renette, you don't notice any of that. You're already inside the conservatory. Hey! And this woman that you maybe saw from a distance at the garden party says, Oh, it's another person here for the garden walk. Well, my conservatory is very beautiful, but it is not a part of the garden tours. So Um, please confine yourself to our lovely English garden. Of course, I was just just looking around... uh, so that I can accurately judge the uh, the competition. So I wasn't sure because I, I saw some foliage in here. I was I was going to take a look. She's with me, actually. She is my friend. Um, and yeah, 
if if it's okay if for her to take a look at the conservatory as well, I've been so enjoying your firsthand tour. Well, I suppose I really should be returning back to my work, uh, protecting the Brindlewood Fen. I have plans for working with the Horticultural Society. I'd love to hear more about that. Yeah, but I don't really have time now. <laughs> the Fen is a beautiful piece of nature. And we all have to work together to preserve it. Mm-hmm. It's a part of my focus. Of course, of course. I mean, we can get out of your hair and leave you to it. And uh... I've just always wanted to ask, if this is your specialty, what is your opinion on, um, like, like, what's better, a bog or a fen? Should I even get you started on marshes? This is this is sort of the conversation that a lot of people start with me when they know mm. my academic focus is fens. Mm-hmm. Obviously, a fen is a preferable piece of environment to virtually any other. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's why I have dedicated much of my professional life to their study and representation in literature, as mm-hmm. well as their preservation in our community. Yeah. Yeah, you know, people always talk about bogs. They don't bring up fens as much. People are just uneducated. And I, so I'm glad, I'm glad that, that this field is is being delved into. I think that's that's really neat. You're really neat. Thank you. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. The work is very important, preserving our our community. Yeah, and our fens. And our fens. We are so lucky here in Brindlewood Bay to have such a glorious fen. I could not agree more. Mm-hmm. I do hope that today's garden walk brings in enough money to help the Horticultural Society continue their mission, preserving the Brindlewood Fen. Of course, yeah. The Horticultural Society, uh, this this walk gives it the majority of its funding, doesn't it? Oh, it's a quite a sizable amount of the funding for this nonprofit mm. organization. Yeah, so a lot of this, this Garden Walk's success is directly tied to the success of the Fen. I think that is an accurate statement. Yeah, so someone very, you know, it's 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 very important that this this go off without a hitch, with no nothing nothing fishy going on. Uh, why have you heard something? Oh no, I was just speculating. You haven't heard that the garden walk is in danger of not going forward. No, have you heard anything? No. No. Well, I, I just have more. I should get back to my work though. Hmm. Okay. Okay. All yeah. Right. Very important work. All right. And if um, if you see Eugene, tell him to come find me. Yeah. Of course. If I see him, I will send him send him your way. Thank you. And if you hear anything fishy, you tell me. We can work together to make sure this garden walk goes off without a hitch. Because obviously, we are both concerned about about the Fed. Yes, I'll certainly tell you if anything comes to mind. Oh, thank you so much. You'll be the first person I look for. Oh, I'm so glad. What was your name? My name is Renette. Renette right. Bollinger. You're Camille Herbert, right? I, I am Dr. Herbert. Dr. Camille Herbert, of course. If Yes. Dr. Yes. Camille Herbert. A yep. beautiful name. Such authority. I love it. Thank you. All right, and if the two of you would go, I could return to my work now. Of course, of course. Okay. Thank you for allowing us into your glorious little conservatory it's yeah uh, it's not it's not really a part of the tour so um yes but uh, yes we'll be on our way okay that's good (laughs) well you didn't take that move did you with where there's like a is it isn't there a move or is that there is that's that that was the jane marple move but i didn't invoke it Mm. okay i don't know if i have to invoke it but you just remind me when you yeah. want to use it, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Georgie and Renette, the two of you are ushered outside the conservatory into the backyard of the Herbert's lovely English garden. Um, and maybe that's the moment where you look around because Bertie's not there anymore. Bertie, where did you go? Um, I went to go spy and see if I could get any other piece of information. Like if I could kind of see the person shuffling away. Because I'm assuming... 
you know, you know how, how, how like really, really expensive houses have like floor to ceiling glass doors and windows and stuff. And like, personally love, love windows, but I feel like sometimes there's just too many windows and doors. That's kind of what I was imagining for this house. Hopefully if you'll allow, allow this of me. So if I roll well, perhaps I see someone disappearing. Yeah, I think it sounds like your first goal is to get out of the Herbert's backyard and into the Blumenthal's backyard without being noticed. Would you say that you're trying to be sneaky here or are you just going for it? Hmm. I guess I'll try to be sneaky and then bluff my way out of it if it doesn't work. I mean, that sounds like a day move. Can you get from one backyard into the other without anybody noticing? With my experience in breaking and entering, I feel like I must must be able to do this well. I'm going full spy, somersaults. I probably crack something in my back doing it, but it also feels good, you know. Yeah. She's a she's a fit. She's a fit 69. Okay. But which ability are you going to use? I would love to beg you to use vitality. Oh, that's, that's cool. That makes sense to me. I was like, <laughs> somersaults. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, cool. Okay. What is the worst thing that can happen if this does not go well? She's somersaulting and lands on something thorny or somersaults incorrectly and tumbles her way out very loudly where people can hear and see her. Yeah. It might be even worse than that. It might be a combination of some kind of injury plus making a spectacle of yourself. Never done that in my life. So would you like to roll? That is a nine plus two. So that is an 11. You do your somersault and you get up to the back of the Blumenthal's house where there is a pretty big door filled with windows. This whole back of the house really is littered with windows. And you've gotten here without anybody noticing. Can I see inside of any glimpse of what might have been what just happened in that interaction? Looking through this window, there is kind of like a sunroom kind of lounge. But you can also see through a doorway into what looks like a home office. And you're not actually in the home office, but from where you are, you get glimpses of mahogany and black leather. You remember that Phoebe is an attorney, and maybe on the wall there are some diplomas in very fancy frames. The door to that office is open, but from being outside and not going inside the house, you don't necessarily see any other movement. You don't necessarily see anything, although it looks like... On the other side of this room, there's another door that's kind of cracked open. That looks like a bathroom. So it could be innocent enough and he snuck into the bathroom. Oh, this is a bad idea. And break into her house. She is a lawyer. She will get me. (laughs) Oh, it's so tempting. I feel like Jonah's just like got this carrot. It's just dangling it. He's like, look how cool. It's mahogany. Come on. (laughs) Hmm. Okay. Big Birdie's going to step back for the moment because she knows her phone isn't working very well. Um, And she may not be able to get bailed out by her mavens unless she tells them what she's doing. So she's going to sneak back down, mayhaps. But it seemed like everything was unlocked. Yes, it did. Keeping that in mind, sneaking back down, not rising to the bait, Jonah. <laughs> the bait that I specifically went looking for. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and heading back to the ladies to see, are they being followed out by the older woman or? As you're leaving the backyard, you're leaving the, the Blumenthal's garden, water garden, pond garden. You sort of cross over the driveway and no one can see you because you're still being very sneaky. But you can see down their lo- their driveway and you see Mary Sanchez O'Connor walking back in this direction. She's a little bit of a ways away. It looks like she's not wearing shoes. She has sort of like a different presence about her. Uh, it, is, it is some distance away, but maybe her posture is slightly different than the last time you saw her. And then you can also see 
past and on the other side of this big cul-de-sac, Pickles leading a group of people looking around. You can't really tell. This is far away, but it looks like this is the first tour of the day that Pickles is guiding around. I frantically tried to text in the group chat. So just random like leaves and garden things. Um, is there a hedge emoji? I'm going to have to look. There's just a, there's a hedgehog. So I'm going to put the hedgehog. <laughs> Minus pig emoji. <laughs> Minus pig. <laughs> yeah. And then when she gets close enough, I'm just going to be like, Mary. Mary. I'm in the hedges. on who who is it it's birdie who else oh okay so i like get in here scutter over to like whatever bush i think she's in no this one where are you where russell russell i I just stick my hand out and pull her in one of the hedges mary you're inside the hedge not all of you I think your feet, probably from the knees down, are still outside of the hedge. But the rest of you is inside the hedge with Birdie. Birdie, oh my god, I'm so happy to see you. I've had the worst time. That's so, I'm so sorry to hear that. How do you feel about breaking and entering? Always a fan, obviously. Oh, okay, cool, cool. Okay, so the door is unlocked over there. And I didn't want to go by myself because, like... You know, the girls would get on to me about, like, going off and breaking and entering on my own, so. And then you popped up, and it was just perfect. Okay, yes. I'm glad I didn't die in that car accident. Let's what? go. Hmm? Hmm? What was that? Which part? That we should go? Yeah, I don't care enough. Let's go. Let's go. Do you notice that I'm running around with no boots on? Oh, now that you mention it, I do notice that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's weird. Is that part of the thing that you said that was a car accident, but I didn't actually believe you the first time because mm-hmm. you just said it so kind of blasé that yeah. I felt like it was maybe just an expression? Mm-hmm. It's just a Southern saying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Rich man, golf cart, drunk, mm-hmm. flipped over, yes. caught on fire. You know what? I have been there. I have been there. Who amongst us has not? But I just wasn't expecting it to happen right now. And it would be fine, except that that little teenage cop cut up my boots. Teenage? Mm-hmm. Are you talking about Fern? Tiny. Mm-hmm. She's she's probably in her twenties, maybe. Mm-hmm. I'm sure she has. I mean, she's a. Well, that's got to be. I don't know how old she is, but she's definitely in love with her partner. Yeah, that's we're working on that. Mm-hmm. That's actually. Can you keep a secret? No. Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's a secret. I think it's already been said. Um, but that's Renette's brother. Mm. Yeah. So you're going to be related by marriage to the teenage cop. Mm-hmm. Wait, how does that work for me? Well, you're Renette's sister, right? <laughs> um, well, give me a second. I think I got, <clears throat> I think I'm allergic to these. Mm-hmm. <sighs> One second. Mm-hmm. I step away. <laughs> mm-hmm. Renette and Georgie, what are you doing when you come across Birdie and Mary? Do, do you smell alcohol? I smell like, are these flowers covered in alcohol? Oh, there you are. Yeah. Oh, hey. <laughs> so we were thinking about breaking and entering. What do you think about that? Hmm. I mean. I mean, Lawyer House is right there and all of the doors are unlocked. Oh, then it's just entering. Yeah, there's no breaking breaking. involved. That's only half a crime, right? Yeah, and I saw saw Ken leaving. I think he might have gone to the bathroom or something. But also, there's like a bathroom in there. And then there's also like right right there is her office. So he could have been going to the bathroom. But also, he could have been, I don't know, tampering with evidence or something. Do you think Hmm. Ken is the killer? I don't think so, actually. He does have that kind of like hot muscular look about him. The oh, killer the killer type. Oh. <laughs> Jeffrey Dahmer style. Mm. I don't like that actually. I don't I'm not a fan. You know, we've seen enough murderers that I'm just like not it doesn't do it for me, you know? I would prefer the not murderer type. 
at this point. That is that is what you look for. Can you I mean, find we do look for town? fewer murders, so yeah. Ideally, less murder equals oh. good. Yeah, I think we've. Yeah, I think that's sort of a thing we established. Mm-hmm. Well, it yeah. sounds like your dating pool is going to be very limited here. Then <laughs> it really is. Probably yeah, that's an really... accurate point. It's yeah. kind of just one guy, and we're trying to figure out which one of us he likes. So <laughs> no, you're trying to figure that out. <laughs> <laughs> Brunette's already figured it out. Don't um, worry about it. So, so I was reading an article the other day about something called social engineering. Have you ever heard of it? It's very funny. So what the article said was that you have to be really careful with privacy because people could call your place of business And they just pretend to be somebody that they're not. And then they gain access to your business somehow. So they could get your computer passwords. They could get um, into your business. They could say like, oh, I'm here um, because I'm an electrician. They've got on a cute little safety vest that they got on Amazon.com. And then they just like waltz right in because the receptionist doesn't know no better. So kind of like what we're doing with the judging the garden walk. Yeah, I feel like we already do this. I, that's what I was saying is that Amazing. I've been doing this for years and years, but I just didn't know it had a fancy little name. So what I'm wondering is, could we possibly get into this house with a little bit of social engineering? So for example, the fact that I am actually the judge of this garden walk, maybe I could just say, oh, I was told that I had full access to the homes, the grounds and the homes and we just needed to keep in here for a second and use the little girl's room. And then that way it wouldn't technically be breaking and entering, would it? Yeah. Well, maybe technically yeah. it would, but yeah. but maybe they wouldn't. But I we feel have like that will definitely ignorance in a way. Like, yeah. you know, obviously we should probably know better than to walk into somebody's house, but it's a feasible enough excuse. Yeah, I'd say. Oh, yeah, we're I'd just, old, you know, yeah. we're just old and silly, you know. Yeah. <laughs> We're just dumb little old ladies who didn't know no better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. And I'm don't in. have any boots on. <laughs> this is a great <laughs> Well, maybe that's Wait. the thing. Maybe you're like, I need I need some boots. <laughs> can do you have any extra shoes? <laughs> I was looking for some proper footwear so mm-hmm. I can continue judging your lovely garden. Because I won't be able to without any boots. <laughs> no, I cannot. So what do you want to get this girl boots? All right, should we do it? Yeah, we've got we've I think we've planned a solid excuse. For you, at least. Yeah. Are we all going in or it's just Mary because she's the only one with an excuse? (laughs) No, no. All of you are going because I have appointed you my assistant judges. Yeah. So we we, need to assist with the boot collection as well. Yeah, we all go together. I I like this. Should we try that at a different house instead? We should try it at all of them. Well, I'm just saying like two of us could go and then we'll do... Listen, love where you're going. I will say there's also tours happening. So last time I split up from my little group of friends, um, I went and talked to Flossie and then I got into a terrible car accident and lost my Oh my God, you had to talk to Flossie? I am so sorry. That is a good point. Safety in numbers. Flossie got you into a car accident? That bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, just put put a pin in that. But. Flossie slapped that man right across the face for me. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. So I don't know if y'all have a little book where you keep the tallies against Flossie, mm-hmm. but maybe you could erase one of them. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll consider How good it. a slap. Yeah. It was hard. His head reared back. Okay. He almost dropped his gin and tonic. <gasps> Georgie does almost. pull a little, like, little tiny, <laughs> like a little notebook. Like that you would use for knit, like knitting patterns to keep track of rows or whatever. And she just quietly makes a little mark <laughs> in the book. <laughs> I feel like if, see, with the whole thing with her snow globe, we had to take marks off for that too. So like at this point, if she does one more good thing, then I won't be able to prank send her a bunch of goo for Christmas. Well, and we like just have that's, to catch her being awful more. I look so I so look forward to that. Mm-hmm. So listen, I will say this: we can take one mark off of for Flossie if you think it's okay. Again, you're the leader of this group, obviously. But um, <laughs> all I'm saying is, 
you will have an opportunity for Flossie to do something terrible again, probably today. Very true. Also, you kind of looked away when you said you were the leader of this group. Who in specific were you talking to? Uh-huh. You kind of like looked off to the side and you just <laughs> said you as a... She just can we break in it. now? Can, is it time to break in? Let's go. <laughs> just, just like real quick before this. Okay. Hey, well, hey, listen. Yeah, the door's this way. Uh-huh. Let's go. Mm-hmm. I'm already inside. She meant me. She meant me. Well, as you all start to go inside the Blumenthal's uh, sunroom, Bertie, once again, you're at the end of this group as they're going in. Georgie's right in front of you. And as you're waiting for her to go in, you just kind of look around. Back, in fact, to the garden where you just came from, to the Herbert residence, the nice English garden. And you can see, because this is like almost exactly the same angle where you were being able to see the backyard of this garden. And looking back to where you had been standing, you can see Ken in this backyard looking around and going inside the Herbert's backyard, opening up their back door and going inside their house. Motherfucker. Okay, wait. No, wait, wait. Okay, before we go in, wait. No, we got to catch this guy. Ken Ken came out of this, and now he's going into that one. What's the deal with that? I actually don't even care about breaking and entering as much anymore. But yes, we should get you shoes. What the fuck is up with Ken? What's he doing? And those of you inside the house can hear Birdie very loudly outside talking about Ken. Probably Mary, because you went in first. You're the deepest inside the house. You can hear movement further inside the house now. Like a chair being pushed back. And then feet beginning to walk. Feet beginning to walk. That is fantastic description. You hear some footsteps further into the house. As though someone is walking in your direction. I pulled Georgie out because she's the closest to me. I'm like, let's go interrogate him. Come on. Totally unaware. What? Who? Okay, I think we might have to, I think we might have to abort this little mission. And I pull Renette out of the back door and we like leave. Okay. I I go along with it. I'm just I'm just vibing. I'm not making a fuss. I'll go where you leave me. I don't have a zinger, but that feels like the end of the episode. a very sage decision weed it it oh yeah yeah no okay it was laugh it was funny it was funny guys right you see you see everyone's muted but they are laughing i i promise you, i promise you're gonna rue the day that you do a plant pot um how about you are gonna ruin the day. Get it? Because oh, there's, there's a two, plant. There, also. There's two plants the in there. Yeah. Uh, a, we, do we do them all? Uh, Foxglove. I I believe we did. Um. Oh. Um. You know, because <laughs> to go along with my intro, um, mm-hmm. I'm I'm the younger, and y'all are the the elder. Oh. Uh huh. Uh huh. I'm because uh-huh. I'm so hip with the the mm-hmm. the, the tech the. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, try that one again. I'm I'm rooting for you to get this one. Uh, you grow, girl. <laughs> <laughs>